Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Wednesday, February 10th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hello all, welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Brett Goodman. And I'm Tara Bolger. We come to you three times a week and bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Today we'll be discussing Romans, but before we get into that discussion, let us begin with a prayer. Let us pray. Gracious God, you are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end of all that we are. Let us hear you speak to us in the words of Scripture and in hearing may we be transformed. Amen. Amen. Our scripture comes from Romans 12 verses 1 through 8. Paul says, I appeal to you therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of yourself more highly than you ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members, and not all the members have the same function, so we who are many are one body in Christ. And individually, we are members one of another. We have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, prophecy in proportion to faith, ministry in ministering, the teacher in teaching, the exhorter in exhortation, the giver in generosity, the leader in diligence, and the compassionate in cheerfulness. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You know, Brett, sometimes I read the Bible with mindset of, if I didn't know anything about Christianity, what would this be like? And I got to tell you, if I read about a living sacrifice, that wouldn't sound so great. What do you think that means, though? Yeah, when I think sometimes, when, at least when I think of sacrifice, I think of like, you know, the Aztecs offering up yeah. the prisoners uh, to, to, the, to the gods and, and death. Or all of Leviticus. Or all of Leviticus, <laughs> um, you know, chomping up of a, of a lamb. <laughs> um you know, I was, I was thinking about, and, and, and I think that those things actually have a basis in what we're trying to Absolutely. understand. Um, and, and I actually don't know what it is in Greek, but in Hebrew, uh, this idea of sacrifice, of offering, uh, also means the lifting up, mm-hmm. um, to, to, to lift up. And so this idea that we, uh, that our lives are a lifting up to God, um, mm-hmm. an elevation of of what we are to God. So we're giving over to God um, how we act and how we ontologically are in life, what, what, what it means to be who we are. And, and we get, you know, there is kind of an explanation as, as the verse is gone of, of what this looks like. So, you know, even if that living sacrifice is, is confusing, uh, I think scripture does a good job of pointing us like, this phrase doesn't really make sense. And it's like, well, let me explain that to you. Yes. What do you, what do you think? Well, I love it. And I love the idea. You know, it says, present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Hmm. Um, you know, 
churches, we tend to get really attached to our buildings. And so we remind people all the time, actually, the church is you. But I love that Paul makes this so personal. Your spiritual worship in the world will be how you live out your life. And you have to do it serving and sacrificing for others. And my experience has been that that actually is a delightful way to try and lead your life. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I don't know. What about the renewing of our minds? Yeah, you know... I love I love what Paul's doing here, and, and you've mentioned this before. Of in the in the Greco-Roman world, uh, there's this idea that um, th- this dualism of of you know spirits are good and they're just weighed down by the fleshiness of our bodies. Mm-hmm. And what Paul does in this um, in this passage is the passage we just talked about, the verse we just talked about, is that our bodies are to be a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. So the body is good. It has a function. God has used it. And also mm-hmm. our minds and our souls and our hearts are good and to be used uh, as a function of furthering God's kingdom um, so that we are not to be uh, or not to leave behind our bodies mm-hmm. and, and how we care for others that we need to take care of our bodies. But also we need to take care of our minds and our souls and our spirits. Um, that all these parts, all these things are important to a healthy Christian life in your own uh, spiritual worship so that you can be healthy in other people's lives to encourage them in their spiritual worship. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think at different times in my life, um, I've had to do different things to remind myself that I am trying to not be conformed to this world, but Hmm. be transformed by the renewing of my mind. And I think a lot of those have to do with... um, a, a lot of silence, which may seem counterproductive, but for me, silence that is focused on God or in prayer um, changes my mind in a way, I mm. think. Um, and then the other thing is having people like you or uh, my preaching group that you can talk about the scripture with, that you can talk about your spiritual life. Those conversation partners are important to me. Um, I will say this is like every director of Christian education's favorite verse. Why is that? (laughs) Be transformed by the renewing of your minds. (laughs) Oh, gosh. We are all conformed to the world. Paul was conformed to the Mm -hmm. world. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it's a pretty noble goal that in some way to try to conform to Christ. I I love the use of language there of, of do not conform, do not bow down, um, you know, and and this passage is not saying you know completely remove yourself from the world. You're right. still you're, you're still in it. you're still in it. Uh, but uh, instead of bowing down to be uh, to be subservient to your culture, instead allow Christ to transform you within that culture, uh, and then you get to be a force within the world. Yeah, I love that. And I also like his, you know, don't think of yourself more highly than you ought to think. We both talked about David Foster Wallace's This Is Water, where he talks about we are all we think about mm-hmm. because, you know, we it's our perspective. Or I did a sermon here early in my um, tenure, and I, I told them that I'm not much, but I'm all I think about. <laughs> and, like, there are people who still parrot that back to me, and it's true. <laughs> yeah. um, so I love that, you know, think a little less of ourselves. I'm not as great as I think, and I'm also probably not as terrible as I think. Hmm. But when you focus outward, then I think we become the true people God is calling us to be. 
But you are as Tara as you think. Yes, totally Tara. <laughs> that was the worst pun I've ever made. <laughs> All right. Our quote today comes from a sermon given by Frederick Lewis Donaldson. He says, The seven social sins are wealth without work, pleasure without conscience, knowledge without character, commerce without morality, science without humanity, worship without sacrifice, and politics without principle. Hmm. Thanks so much for joining us today. Come on back on Friday and we'll talk about the Matthew text again. But for now, may each of you go out to love and to serve, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen.